0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Burgess Hill. Hey guys, good morning. Great to be together across all the congregations and beyond. Now this morning, uh, I've got Jake with me uh, and many of you know Jake Isaacs, part of the Crawley congregation, an amazing worship leader. And uh, I know when you've been in the times of worship with Him, it's like an explosion takes place, uh, you know, in the place in terms of what God does. So we're going to have a bit of a chat this morning and I'm sure you'll be aware of the current situation that's going on. Uh, But we really want to speak into that and have a conversation about that um, because there's a lot being said at the moment, a lot of opinions, a lot of anger, a lot of confusion. And uh, we are just been praying that we want to hopefully bring a bit of clarity in that, for, but really from God's heart and God's perspective in the situation, how any of us, no matter what our colour is, background, race or anything, how do we actually respond? How, what is the right way to respond in the middle of this situation? Now, just to give a little bit of a bigger picture, to kind of set the context of of what we're going to be talking about this morning, Uh, we're we're still kind of dealing with this virus situation. We're 11, 12 weeks into it and all of our lives, everybody's lives all over the world has been affected by this in some way or other. Our relationships, our friendships, our, our work, our lifestyles, everything's been impacted and many are still saying it'd be great when we get back to normal. But I think we're all realising the more this is going on, there are totally new normals that are being set in place and, and we're never going to go back to how things were. So in some ways we're being forced into some new normals through the virus. And then while we're still trying to deal with this and everything, suddenly the, the whole racism issue comes to the surface. It's been going on for a long, long time, but it's just been really highlighted through the death of George Floyd uh, recently and others also in the last few months. And the response that we're all aware of that is going on all over the world at this time and in amongst that there's there's hate there's there's revenge there's confusion and so so what's our response going to be to that and so that's why we we're, we're here today to have a bit of a chat and and also I think for many of us to 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 give us an awareness of some of what goes on in people's lives that some of us might not be aware of, that we get on with our lives in certain ways and we're not aware of how some people face certain things daily, weekly, or just in subconsciously because of maybe their colour, their background, their race. And so we don't want to be afraid or, or to shy away from having these conversations. We want to kind of come straight at these things. But in the middle of that, okay, Father, what is your heart and how do we respond to that? So Jake, yeah. great to be together this yeah, morning, so mate. <laughs> and uh, love uh, love you guys, your family, and uh, amazing anointed on your life. And I know God's using you to impact a lot of the church world in terms of worship and encountering God, and, uh, and beyond that in terms <laughs> of the other music that you, you do. Um, now it'd be great just to kind of chat for a bit, and yeah. and one of the phrases that we're hearing a lot at the moment is is Black Lives Matter, yeah. and <clears throat> there there may be some clarity about that, some yeah. confusion and and what that means. So so what, what just kind of share some of your thoughts about yeah. what you perceive is going on at the moment, yeah. and and maybe speak into some of the confusion with with some clarity.
1: Sure. <clears throat> um. First of all, thanks for having me. Um, um, I, I really, this is a quite a, a unique time in history. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, globally and also in the UK um, because conversations are being had at dinner tables uh, with neighbours over a garden fence, uh, online, wherever, in the work environment, um, in churches that have never happened before. Um, and these conversations are are crucial for. I've got a boy who's three years old, and these conversations determine what the world is like for him right. when he grows up and has a family. Yeah. And um, Black Lives Matter is a uh, is a, a movement uh, which originates in America, um, and it's I suppose it's it's come from in particular uh, the various killings um, of of black men in particular, black men and women in America uh, by law enforcement, by by police. Um, and over here, what that's done as, as that's happened in the whole George Floyd scenario, which is, which is very sad. And um, I suppose later it'd be great to pray for his family and yeah. just for that America as a nation. Yeah. But what it's done is over here in the UK, um, it's, it's caused a lot of people to ask questions of, uh, well, actually I've, so, for, for example, in my situation, I realised I've been desensitised um, to racism because I'm, I'm so used to it. Right. And it might come in the form of I'm more likely to get pulled over um, right. by police driving with my children in the car. Just, dri- I don't know, going somewhere than, than my mate who's white. Yeah. Um, it might come in the form of, um, I've, oh, it's happened many a time, I, I sit in a room. Um, and, it's, and it's full of Christians, and then someone, a lovely lady, a lovely older lady, who come up to me and go, "Hello, young man. Um, oh, do you know that? Is he is he related to you? Just because it's another black person?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, no, mum, it's not." And you know what I mean? And I respond with mum because actually, I, I get it. I, I, do you know what I mean? I understand it, and I'm used to it. Yeah. I'm used to it. Sure. Doesn't make it right doesn't make it right. And so what's happened is um, during this time in particular, many people, black, white, brown, many people are asking the question of actually this whole issue of racism, there's a lot of things that we don't see, does not mean that it's not happening. Right, um, And a lot of it comes down to people's ignorance, just not being aware of what is actually racist and what's not, a lack of education, just not knowing the history and how this thing has. I mean, to be fair, and this is a really harsh or oh, strong statement. Racism has existed in this country as long as Jesus has been preached in this country. That's the truth. Right, sure. When Jesus was presented with blue eyes and, and, and blonde hair, yeah. we're feeding into something there, you know? Right. Um, so this... This whole Black Lives Matter thing has been a catalyst. It's, it's, it, the thing's always been ignited. These, these issues have always been here, um, but it's been made louder at this time because of re- of what's happening recently in, in America and um, and what's happening, and, and what's been spread across the world. And um, it's, this is not a time to shy away. This is not a time to be scared. This is not a time to even be intimidated. Uh, this is certainly not a time to to not acknowledge what's going on. Sure. Right. Rather, as you've rightly said, this is a time to go straight at it, um, being open, being humble, um, being willing to be educated. Um, there are so many uh, so many people, let alone church leaders, who, in their theology, in their journey of, of, of building churches and, and looking after people spiritually, this hasn't even crossed right. their minds yeah. You know, and so a lot of people are like, "Oh, what do I do?" As a black man, it is my job, as it was before, to love and to embrace and to educate when where 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 I can. You know, um, and, and that is sharing the love of God, mm. uh, being open to still embrace. Yeah. Um, and likely as as for, for my white friends and for white churches and for white church members, it's for us to and, and any other race to be open to hear, to listen and to adjust according to the conviction and the leading of what's right before God.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because the the phrase black life matters Mm. at the moment, uh, some people are thinking, well, black people saying it's only black lives (laughs) that matter. And and I heard somebody say, um, they they use this example of a street with lots of houses and one Mm. house is on fire. Yeah. And it's like, well, everybody in that street would say, well, the house is on fire, we need to put the fire out. But by dealing with that one house that's on fire doesn't then say to the rest of the street, the other houses aren't important. (laughs) It's just that there's something on fire. There's something that's really come to attention at the moment and we need to deal with it and and not just put the fire out but deal with it once and for all. So just chatting with you and I know chatting with other guys that I know, uh, it's it's the, the whole Black Lives Matter as a phrase hasn't mm. necessarily been. Hey, we're better than you now. We, no. you know, but yeah. actually, hey guys, can we just deal with There's this an once and for all? Yeah. and and because I know some people can be quite reactive to that as yeah. well. Yeah, um, you know, but yeah. w- in terms of um, yeah. yeah, sorry, go on. What's no, your- it's,
1: it's, it's, I gonna say some. I was a, a friend of mine. So I've had a few calls from different people, and one of them was a young adult at a church in the Midlands, and they said. Um, in in the church that uh, their parents go to, the the pastor, the church leader, mentioned and spoke about Black Lives Matter yes. from the pulpit, and there were people that left the church and they said, because why are you speaking about political issues on, right. on, the, on from the pulpit? Right. Black Lives Matter is fundamentally about a humanity issue. It's about right. it's about saying there is a group of people on this earth that need. Attention! Right now, right. It's, it's 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 there's such a bigger context, um, and I, I I think I was thinking also this week, you know, there might be a, a small church in Cornwall in the middle of wherever that this is not this is nowhere near their radar or it's not relevant in totally their minds in yeah. their mind, and it's yeah. not a it's not a bad thing. It's just actually where they are, and and if you if you're watching and you're at a church in Cornwall, please, <laughs> it's just an example, um, but. People in that situation, they might be like, they might not even have black people in that town sure. who go to that church, right. and that's totally understandable. It still does not, uh, it still does not negate the fact that black lives still do matter, and there has been a, a historical journey to this moment, which needs to be acknowledged holistically and by everyone in order to to balance the whole, the whole, this whole situation and this whole society that we're in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a it's about raising a. But as you said, there's a house on fire. And we need to be willing to acknowledge it as believers, yeah. Um, as Christians. Yeah. Um, it's 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 the whole blessed of those who who hunger and thirst for righteousness. We this is what's right before God. Yeah. And we need to address it, we need to acknowledge it and be open to addressing it and having that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So the, uh, some of
0: what I know has been going around on social media mm. and lots of conversations, people are trying to get to grips with this, is is awareness. Yeah. So uh, like for me, I, I mean, I, I I'm I don't have kind of racist comments or yeah, things yeah. made to me, you yeah. know, uh, in, in that way. There's there's other things that have happened to me, maybe yeah. from being a pastor or you preach something and sure. people don't like it or whatever. <laughs> um, but I, I haven't faced that kind of discrimination. Yeah. Uh, so just from an awareness point of view, yeah. Just to help people, how what just. The reality of it. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the things that you face, just from an awareness point of view, that help people understand what goes on for you
1: or for black people in general? Yeah. Um. Again, just talking as as someone who's who's been who's who's on a journey of faith and has been in church for a long time, an old man, being a church leader. I've I think in my journey, in terms of being consciously aware of what's going on, racism wise. Mm. It it can be sometimes uh, growing up. I I was constantly in scenarios where I'm looking at leadership in various churches, and there is no representation of the church that they're leading. Right. So in the kingdom, we often preach about uh, a kingdom and every 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 creed and colour and 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 being a diverse church, and the church might reflect the community when have Asians and Blacks and Hispanics and Whites and. But then the leadership doesn't reflect that. Right. Sure. Um, the leadership's not open to that, and the leadership haven't even had that conversation. Um, and I, I believe a little scenario like that is just being even more deliberate and going, "Hey, who are we investing in mm-hmm. diverse?" Because the thing is, if some leadership uh, uh, in church in churches, if that was a work environment, there'd be red flags raised all over the gaff. Um, also, just on a on a on a church member level, I, there've been times where. Um, I would, <laughs> I've been to a visited church, especially like when I was up at university and you'd be surprised the amount of people, when you first go into a church, especially if it's a big church, um, the church I went to uh, was a great church up in, in, in Gloucestershire, in that area. And to, honestly, it took like five weeks before someone even came up to me and said, hi, are, are you knew." <laughs> you know and and' bear in mind I've been there for five weeks mm. that person was asking me if i'm new if I'm new there right. um and it's not because I wasn't I was I'd sat in the balcony every every week I was the only black guy up there I was at the same service every week and five weeks in someone then approached me and and I had to ask myself a question it's not because I didn't smile at people it wasn't I was thinking am I might am be moody am I, am I and I realized actually there's there's a slight sense of intimidation there was a slight sense of intimidation sure yeah there was a slight sense of Oh, oh, ah, oh, you know, <laughs> and, and and it was cool. I, I'm, if I'm really honest, I was used to it. I'm a six foot four black guy. Right, I get it. And even saying that, I'm a six foot four black guy. If I come in and I'm at uni, or someone might have been wearing hoodies, sitting in, you know, <laughs> like already, as I'm saying this, black white. I don't. It doesn't matter who you are. Listen, as Since as I've described that person, you've already gone. I don't know how keen I'd be up for. Walking up to a six foot four black guy with a hoodie. All right, the of- how are you? Do you yeah, know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. But actually, that's that's what this gospel is about. Yeah. And I realised what it was. I realised what the issue was. I ended up being at that church for the duration of my time at university. So relationships were built, and I I got to know people. People got to know me. Yeah. And yeah. they realised I wasn't that stereotype. I wasn't sure. Those are just small instances. But if you, but- if you have lots of little things constantly, oh, you get it wears you it down. <laughs> In, in that sense
0: yeah you know. And it, it, so it's, how do you yeah. so if, if if you're facing lots of little things yeah very often whether sure. it's in the church or outside the church yeah. in, in different settings
1: how do you how do you deal with that then yourself yeah you I, honestly as i said before i've been desensitized i'm yeah i'm so used to it right um outside the church context i think that's an even that's an even bigger conversation but i think what's what's already a big conversation is what's going on in the church and in the church i'm i've I've been so used to it i've been walking with the lord for a long time or for a while since i was 18 i've been walking with the lord and that's been a journey in itself yeah um but my the way i deal with it is i've learned in i've learned that just because someone is ignorant and i'm using that word please don't 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 be offended by that word. Well, maybe it's just unaware, just that, unaware, yeah, unaware, 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 you know unaware, unaware I mean? of, yeah. The, yeah. yeah, unaware of what's going on. Just because someone's unaware of something doesn't mean that they're a bad person. And so for me, I've I've met loads of senior people, senior people who I I really honor in the faith, and they are just clueless about this stuff yeah. or yeah. not aware of it. Um, and and I, it doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. It it just means that I need to. I need to, as Jesus did not see someone on face value and and be willing to love them no matter where they're at. Right. Um, there have definitely been people in my journey of faith, for example, that have loved me when I was a baby Christian to where I am now, faults and all. They've embraced me, and I feel like when I've picked up uh, racist notions or just just bits and pieces of, of, of people being unaware of the issue, I have I have I've I've, ch- I've made a decision to go. You know what? me having a conversation with this person now about what they've just said and whatnot, I don't even know if they're ready for that. Right. But I do see value in this relationship. Relationship is, is the currency of heaven. It's the thing that matters most. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I've, I've bypassed it in the name of building relationship. And then what I found is when the time when further down the line, where we're at a good place and we know each other, I can sit down and be like, Hey, listen, you know when you're around black people, that's not really a nice thing to say. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And, and that yeah. is, and, and because I've got a relationship with them, they're yeah. able to hear that. Yeah, I think what's key about now is, this is at the surface of the world. Like, this whole issue is is so present. Now's a great time to have those conversations. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Um, now's a t- great time to hear those conversations. Now's a great time to read up. Uh, and now's a great time to have those conversations as friends, as family, as church members, yeah. as people who believe in the same Jesus. Yeah. So one of the
0: one of the words that's been used a lot recently is injustice, mm. and the the murder of George Floyd and others uh, is is just totally unjust mm. and, and everything. And and now we know that God is a God of justice and there's a lot in the Bible about his justice being exercised, you know. Mm. So, uh, and we were talking about this earlier, mm. you know, beforehand, and so how does God exercise, if there's an injustice, yeah. and one of them is how black people are being treated, Yeah. Uh, how do we deal with that injustice then,
1: Yeah.
0: as Christians?
1: Yeah. I, um, great, we, we spoke about it, and the way that God deals, has always dealt with injustice, Um well, particularly through Jesus, is his, his love. His, his, he acknowledges, he points it out. He says, no, this is wrong. Yeah. And there's always, it always ends in an embrace. Yeah. Always ends in an embrace. Um, and I think at a time like this there's a massive temptation, particularly for black and brown people to be angry. Um, to be angry that they've had to tolerate this for so long, to be angry that, uh, people, some people, Christians and all, are choosing not to acknowledge this thing right. at a time like this. Anger is the obvious, and anger in itself isn't always a wrong thing. It's 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 a God-given emotion, we, mm. we have it. But I think anger without a vision and a perspective of, okay, where does this lead to? Mm. Um, I think that can be dangerous. Yeah. I think we have to acknowledge the anger, acknowledge what needs to happen, acknowledge the, si- the situation. And, and address injustice in the end with love and embrace. Yeah, yeah. After we've gone through the process of acknowledgement, after we've gone through the process of starting the education and, and developing the relational dynamic between the races, it should end up in, in embrace. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's where healing happens. That's where restoration happens. Uh, for whoever's watching, I wanna encourage you, um, if, if you're a believer in particular, this whole Black Lives Matter thing ends up with us being stronger together, with us loving each other equally, seeing each other equally, ends up reflecting the kingdom of God. That's what God's heart is. When there's racial injustice in particular, any kind of injustice. God had this heart when there was slave trading. God had this heart, has always had this heart. Mm. Um, (laughs) Yeah, totally. When, people, when, when black people were taken from Africa to America, when slave traders were operating over here in the UK, um, God's always had this heart, to see people come to the point of loving, honouring uh, and considering each other equal. Yeah, yeah. Um, that we might embrace each other yeah. for the sake of my three-year-old's generation. Right, yeah. So racism basically says then, I'm better than you.
0: Mm or I have more rights than you, mm. or this group of people has more rights mm. than that group of people. Yeah. And basically that by doing that it causes division, yeah. it causes a divide. Yeah. And, and what you've just said is God's justice yeah. being exercised in love mm. brings healing and reconciliation, absolutely. which is what happened through the cross. absolutely, uh, Through us being separated from, from God he said, "I'm going to deal with that injustice, and this is how I'm going to do it. Express mm. my love and deal with this injustice of sin, mm. so that mankind could be restored and reconciled. And and uh, mm. I know just again chatting before that 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 love for one another mm. doesn't just look at the outward appearance, like it yeah. talks about in, in the book of Samuel. God yeah. doesn't just yeah. look at the outward; He looks at the heart. Yeah. And and as Christians." Um, we're formed in the image of Christ, and, and the Bible says, doesn't it? That there's no Greek or Jew yeah, or Gentile, absolutely. slave absolutely. or free, male or female. We're all one in in Christ. And yeah. without trying to minimise the the whole situation, mm. can we sim- can we literally simply come at it mm. f- in, in in those simple terms?
1: Yeah, yeah. it. I, I I totally agree. Um, I I I really do think as simple as it is there is a crucial need for people to be educated. Reason, the reason why I say that is one of the words that's been also uh, really, really highlighted at this time is privilege. Right. When you're in a place of privilege, you don't know anything's wrong. Right. Because it doesn't affect you. Um, and so um, it's, it's very important. Uh, before you can get to a point of solution, you understand what the problem is. Right. Um, that is, you're right, that's where it ends. But f- in this time, at this at this pivotal time in history, it's important for all to be educated, black, brown, white, anyway, to be educated on particularly this issue of black lives, black and brown lives, BAME, the BAME community, in this country, in the church and in this country. Um, because once you understand how privilege has worked, um, particularly as a white person, Mm. you start to realize the perspective of your fellow brother, of your black and your brown brother. When you understand what you've been protected from and shielded from, you grab a holistic perspective on, on what's really going on, what's been going on. Then you can start to go, okay, I've educated myself now. I it, the responsibility is on me. I have to give an account on that day to how I took responsibility of leading down that path mm, right. of reconciliation and love and embracing, right. fully embracing, knowing how my brother, how my brothers felt. Um it's 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 crucial. It's crucial to embrace not just your brother, but the context yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, as well. You yeah, know? Yeah.
0: So part of the theme that we're going through, or, or not just theme, but what God is doing in us is living the Jesus life. Yeah. And the Bible said that Jesus died once mm. and he died for all, for God so loved the world yeah. that he gave his one and only son so yeah. that whoever won't perish but will have eternal life. Yeah. So if God has expressed his love for mankind in that way, mm. um, what... what do you, do you kind of see our practical responses mm. to this then? If God's practical response mm. or, or response was very, very practical, it wasn't just from heaven telling us a bunch of yeah, things, yeah, yeah. he came down and demonstrated his love yeah. to change the scenario yeah. so that things could be different, what what would you say practically we can do? As a church or...? Well, as individuals, first of sure. all. Uh, you know, just in our own hearts yeah. and lives.
1: I think, I think at this time it's it's starting i love i love i've been reading recently my son loves the story of the, the story of jesus um, the, the, the nativity story yeah. i don't i don't know why we're reading it now it's not christmas but, no. <laughs> but um, i've been reading that, that to him at, at, um, before he goes to bed and one of the things i realize about that is when when jesus was born there was such a sense of God coming close, right. and there being a sense of fellowship, a sense of I'm coming close enough to do life with you. Right, and I feel like that is a great place to start. With no matter what color you are, be willing to come close. Right. Now is not the time, and and that's and that's why I mentioned the whole anger thing. Even though anger is great, and it's 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 not well, great. Well, righteous right. anger, yeah. There's righteous, righteous anger is, angry, is, important, yeah, is yeah. important. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, um, it's also important to not push away or pull away. Now's the time to tr- come close. Right. Now's the time to come close um, to the people that you've been doing life with. Yeah. This issue of racism and, and, um, and what's been highlighted at this time is for us to figure out how to get closer. Right. Um, and so I would say, be willing to have conversations. If you're black, if you're brown, um, if you're an ethnic minority in this country, be willing to, to, to up- and open to have conversations with white people, uh, white brothers and sisters that you go to church with and have been going to church with. Don't shut them down and don't and, and show grace. Right. They're, they're unaware, Some yeah. are unaware of the magnitude of yeah. this situation. Yeah. Show grace and be willing to educate. In the same way, I don't just assume that my son knows everything about physics and biology. Right. Sure. <laughs> I don't even know anything about physics yeah. and biology. Yeah. But I'm open to, to him getting it wrong and even correcting him where he's got it wrong in love, and if if you are a white person in a church and you and you've been doing life with black and brown and ethnic minorities, and there's been no issues, be willing to come close to them and ask them questions and say, hey, what what is a great resource to read? What's a great book to read? How how have you felt during this time? Right, right. Talk to me. Right. How can I love you more? Right, right. Come close. Make it real. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and even with the whole uh, signposting in terms of what books to read, how to educate, um, I've, 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 I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, how can, how can white people just be now asking what books to read? This thing's been happening, how come you don't? No, as believers, let grace abound. Let grace abound. There are times where many a man has got things wrong, different issues. Yes, fair enough, people haven't been fully educated, or they haven't used the initiative to read up on these things. Mm. Okay, that's the situation, forgive. As a believer, we're called to forgive and be willing to signpost to the right books, to the right resources, that we may come closer together. Right, yeah. And there begins the process of education and restoration. Right, right. Just a verse that comes to mind
0: Mm. um, in John 13 verses uh, 34 and 35, where Jesus says, a new command I give you, Mm. Love one another. Yes. And then he says, love one another in the same way that yeah. I've loved you. Yeah. And if you love one another in the same way that I've loved you, then the world will know yeah. that you are my disciples. Yeah. So he's basically saying, they're not, it's not you are a disciple, but you're my. You, you, you somehow are reflecting the life and the nature and the character of Jesus Absolutely. if you love one another. And and I think sometimes that potentially is the most evangelistic mm. or whatever verse in the Bible. Mm. You know, that if we love one another, the world's gonna mm. see. So Maybe we could just take a few minutes to pray yeah. and um, love you just to pray, mate. And I know yes, we, yes. We, we want to pray for George Floyd's family mm. and for America as well as this nation mm. and uh, be great just for you to, just to pray out really what's on your yes. heart, mate, and, sure. and, uh,
1: and help to lead us in a response this morning. Sure. Yeah, come on, let's pray. Father, we want to thank you so much that you are, you are still Emmanuel at a time like this. In the midst of what's going on with COVID and what's going on in terms of the highlighting of racial injustice, historical racial injustice, you are still Emmanuel, God with us. Yeah. Father, we choose to look to you. There are many opinions flying about. There's a lot of anger. Uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of noise, um, and there's a lot of grieving. But Father, we choose to look to you. Because you're the one who brings healing. You're the one who brings restoration. You're the one who mends broken things. You're the one who, who, who is who is the who's the lover of our souls. You matter the most to us, God. And we look to you now. We ask, Father God, that you will you will bring restoration uh, mm. to America. You'll bring healing and encouragement to, to, to George's family, George Floyd's family. That Father was just even reminded of his daughter. Um, I, don't, I don't know George personally. We don't know George personally and, and his journey, but Father, we do understand that it's our responsibility to love him and his family um, as our own. And so Lord, we lift up his family, we lift up his daughter and ask you will bring peace. You'll help them to mourn if they're still mourning, help them to mourn and, and, to, and to also uh, have hope at this time. Father, we ask that you would, in America, that Father, you would, you would help the conversation to continue at all levels about racial injustice, that there may be peace, that there may be a sense of rescuing for the generations to come. Father, in this country with your church, Father, I ask, we ask, give church leaders wisdom uh, and and, and grace at this time Mm. and give them courage to stand up for what is right, to be found on the right side of history, speaking, speaking into things which concern you, Father, Injustice is something that you do not like. Help us as your church, as, as, as people, as believers, as those who are called by you to stand up for what is right, to pursue justice. Father, we ask, let grace abound. Father, we ask that this won't be a time that churches are pulled apart, but rather that churches are built up and come yeah. closer together. Yeah, thank you, Lord. God, that's what we're asking. Father there's um there's so this 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 whole situation this whole uh, this topic there's so many angles to it there's so much to talk about but father we choose to simplify and focus on your perspective on what is right before you healing peace restoration strength unity joy father we ask let your spirit flow at this time over your church yeah Father, we lift up in particular just, um, I just want to lift up just the younger generations. So many of younger generations are are, are speaking out at this time. Father, I ask, there might be some who who might be disillusioned, some that are watching this that might be disillusioned because, because of where their church is at and where the people around them who are also believers are at and their perspective. Father, we ask, keep those guys. Keep them, draw them closer to you. Let your spirit rest on them. Give them peace. Where there are questions which seem unanswered, Lord, I ask. Lord, we ask. Give peace. Father, in the name of Jesus, we need you, God. Yeah. We need you more. Yeah. For the sake of the generations to come, for the sake of your kingdom, for the sake of people in the church who, who need healing at this time, we need you, God. Show us who you are, even more so at this time. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Father, we just thank you that anything that might have risen up in us, either today, through hearing this and and just being part of this conversation or these last few weeks, Father, you always start with us. Yeah. And it's not about trying to take the the speck out of somebody else's eye before we we look at the log in our own. And anywhere, Father, where there's any sense of racism, Mm. injustice, or this is my right, Mm. or the way we might look down on somebody, or maybe it's just simply being a lack of awareness. Mm. Father, we we just ask you to forgive us where we have condoned things, or we haven't Mm. spoken out, or we haven't had the conversation, or we haven't (laughs) looked at our own hearts, Father, we, we thank you that in this moment you're making us aware, you're giving us understanding, you're showing us your heart, mm. not just in our heads, but you're doing something in our hearts mm. so that there's a change in the way that we are towards one another, towards mm. those around us. Mm. And so, Holy Spirit, we thank you. Yeah. We thank you, Father, for healing in this nation. Yeah. That this won't go away, Father, until it, there's healing. Yeah. Yeah. We thank you, Lord. Yeah. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Bless you, mate. Thanks so, Thanks many, so sir. much for being with us. Oh, so, you. so good. All right, well, bless you guys, and uh, we'll see you soon.
1: Thank you for listening to
0: this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.